Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. If there is a trade in the WNBA, well, you never hear about it. (laughs) The WNBA is funded by the National Basketball Association, the NBA, because it does not support itself, just plain and simple. And this is because there is not a lot of interest in women's basketball. What interest they do have They oftentimes undermine by doing woke things like not standing for the national anthem and the like. Well, Brittany Griner has been one of their their so-called superstars of the league and also one that has been very vocal about her dislike of this country. That may be a little different now after she was convicted and sentenced to prison in Russia. Now, if you have not heard, we did a prisoner swap with Russia to free her. But was it a good deal? Well, in a series of articles from the Daily Wire comes this. Senator Bob Menendez, who's a Democrat from New Jersey, chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, slammed President Joe Biden Thursday for releasing notorious terrorist Victor Bout in in an exchange for Brittany Griner. Now, Griner, who has a criminal record in the in the U.S. stemming from a domestic violence incident several years ago, was arrested in Russia back in February on drug charges, charges to which she pled guilty. In exchange for Griner, Biden released Bout, a Russian weapons trafficker who was convicted on terrorism charges back in 2011 for trying to sell tens of millions of dollars worth of missiles to the Revolutionary Armed Forces in Colombia, the FARC, for the purpose of shooting down U.S. military helicopters and killing DEA agents. Quote, This should be a moment of deep reflection for the United States government to recognize we have a serious problem with hostage-taking in America, uh, of Americans. This is what Menendez said in a statement. He said, quote, The Russians and other regimes that take American citizens hostage cannot pretend that there is equivalence between the Brittany Griners of the world and the people like Victor Bout, the so-called merchant of death. That's what they call him, the so-called merchant of death. Nothing could be further from the truth And we cannot ignore that releasing Bout back into the world is a deeply disturbing decision. We must stop inviting dictatorial and and rogue regimes to use Americans overseas as bargaining chips. And we must try to do better at encouraging American citizens against traveling to places like Russia, where they are primarily targets for this type of unlawful detention, he continued. Now, Menendez's statement mentioned U.S. Marine veteran Paul Wellen, who who was not rescued by Biden's administration from his jail cell in Russia. Quote, my heart also goes out to the families of other American citizens in Russia prisons and, and labor camps, including Paul Wellen. 
The statement continued with this. It says, they have my renewed commitment and determination to use the power of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee to secure Mr. Wellen's safe return and to continue fighting for the release of all Russian political prisoners like Vladimir Kara Musa and, and all other unjustly detained Americans. Now, Wellen slammed the Biden administration during a CNN interview after the announcement was made that Greiner was the one who was going to be freed. Quote, I'm greatly disappointed that more has not been done to secure my release, especially as the four-year anniversary of my arrest is coming up. I was arrested for a crime that never occurred, Wellen said. And I don't understand why I'm still sitting here. But what is more concerning, really, is who Griner was traded for. You see, U.S. officials are reportedly concerned that the Russian terrorist that President Joe Biden freed Thursday in exchange for Brittany Griner could go back to trafficking weapons across the world. Griner was arrested in Russia back in February on drug charges and sentenced to nine years in prison. And, quote, I think there is a concern that he would return to doing the same kind of work that he's done in the past, said a senior uh, Defense Department official who actually spoke on conditions of amenity because uh, you know he, he was talking about a sensitive topic. But he talked to the uh, to Politico following the bout uh, about uh, uh, release, and he said, "Quote: Every Afghanist." who has been working on this for years and years, probably will have a little piece of flutter of disappointment inside. That, that bout was, was, was released, and, and if his network were to come to fruition, then we would definitely share the, the challenges of what illicit weapons and illegal weapons could mean for their prosperity. You see, the, the report noted that, that British officials began warning about Bout over 20 years ago because their military forces were facing increasingly um, advanced weaponry in, in Africa. Derek Maltz uh, is a former DEA special agent in charge, and he uh, responded to the news by calling it a blow to the rule of law. Quote, Americans should be very careful traveling around the world, he said. This decision has put Americans at a huge risk. Michael Braun, a former chief of operations at the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration, with over 30 years of experience in the federal law enforcement, wrote in an op-ed back in August that if Bout was released from prison, that he could pose a serious threat to the United States. Quote, I had ultimate oversight over the operation that led to Bout's arrest and incarceration, he wrote. Trading Bout away wouldn't just be a slap in the face of the law enforcement officers and and operatives who labored to bring Bout down, many of them risking their lives in the process. It would also pose a grave threat to the national security of the United States and its allies. But that is not the way the White House sees it. The White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre praised WNBA player Brittany Griner during Thursday's press conference after the Biden administration released the notorious terrorist from custody in exchange for Griner. 
quote, get this, President Biden keeps his promises, and today he fulfilled a deeply important promise to bring Brittany Griner home to a family that loves her, a team that misses her, and a country that is marveled at her strength and courage, is what Jean-Pierre says. She continues, throughout her ordeal, we saw Brittany, a two-time Olympic gold medalist for Team USA, demonstrate strength, courage, and dignity. As the president said this morning, and, and here, here's what she said, she represents the best of America. Now, keep that in mind for a second, okay? Jean-Pierre said that the U.S. government secured her release after many months of painstaking negotiations in which the administration bent over backwards to get the deal done. Quote, Brittany is more than an athlete, more than an Olympian. Here, again, listen to this. She says, she is an important role model and inspiration to millions of Americans, particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color, Jean-Pierre said. She also says she should never have been detained by Russia. And we are, I am, deeply proud of the work that the president has done, the, the, this administration has done, to get her home. Now, I would say, except for the fact that she pleaded guilty to those charges in Russia. But one thing that, that this deal does do is it shows again the, the hypocrisy of the Democrats. For instance, actor Kevin Sorbo has said that the left has lost the argument for gun control after President Joe Biden willingly freed an incredibly dangerous arms dealer through the prisoner swap for WNBA star Brittany Griner. The 64-year-old actor uh, reacted Friday on Twitter to the news of Biden uh, releasing notorious Russian weapons dealer Victor Bout, uh, known as the Merchant of Death, as we said, in exchange for Griner's freedom after she was arrested on drug charges in February. Quote, I don't want to hear anything about gun control from the left after they're willingly freed an incredibly dangerous arms dealer. Sorbo tweeted to his 1.4 million followers. The, the God's Not Dead star wasn't the only person, though, who slammed the administration's uh, trade for Griner, who has a, a criminal record, as we said, in the U.S. from a domestic violence incident a few years back. And Fox business uh, analyst Dagan McDonald uh, tweeted, the, the U.S. releases arms dealer Victor Bout to Russia in exchange for Brittany Griner. You'd be hard-pressed to find a man with more blood on his hands, says Chris uh, Swecker, a former head of the FBI's criminal division, a former in intel operative for Putin, and, and Bout now resumes that career. Now, Outkick's Clay Travis uh, said the prison uh, swap has now set a precedent that would endanger Americans overseas. Others slammed Biden for a, a trade that did not include the release of U.S. Marine veteran Paul Wellen, who remains in a Russian jail cell. Quote, help me, help me wrap my mind around this Griner for death deal. I kind of I like that. The Griner for death deal. The, the, the Blazes' Jason Whitlock tweeted this. He says, 
feels like one of the lowest points in U.S. foreign policy history? Or am I exaggerating? Give me some perspective. What compares Bay of Big 2.0? Conservative radio host Dana uh, Loesch wrote this, says, Biden sure does have a habit of leaving Marines behind. Harkening back to the, the Biden administration's course botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. But, you know, why why was it a one-for-one deal, though, is my question. I mean, the U.S. Uh, Marine veteran Paul Wellen told CNN on Thursday that he was greatly disappointed that the Biden administration's deal to secure Brittany Griner's release from the Russian prison did not also include a release for him. Wellen, who who has been imprisoned in Russia for nearly four years since his arrest is currently serving a 16 year. Uh, he's currently serving 16 years in a, in a, uh, a penal colony for a, a crime that he says he never, it, it never happened. The Canadian born Marine veteran who holds U S British and Irish citizenship was arrested in 2018 and accused of espionage. He was sentenced to prison two years later. And although he was happy to see Griner's release, he was disappointed to have been left behind. Well, and told CNN's Jennifer uh, Hensler from the from the Russian prison on on Thursday, he said, "quote I am greatly disappointed that more has not been done to secure my release, especially as the the four year anniversary of my arrest is coming up. I was arrested for a crime that 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 never happened." Well, and said. I don't understand why I'm still sitting here. Well, Wellen also told uh, Hensler that in the days and weeks leading up to the prisoner swap, Griner uh, for the international arms dealer, Victor Bout, who is also known, of course, as the Merchant of Death, he had actually begun to believe that there was some hope that he would be included in the deal. And of course there was. That, that was. that was what they were trying to negotiate for. Now, Wellen's family also released a statement in the wake of the news saying that it was always a great day when a wonderfully, uh, I'm sorry, wrongfully imprisoned person was released, but that they still hoped for the day that it would happen for him. His brother noted that the family had been warned ahead of the news breaking that Paul would not be a part of the swap, adding, that early warning meant that our family has had uh, has has been able to to mentally prepare for what is now a, a public disappointment for us and a catastrophe for Paul. And I do not know if he is aware of it yet, although he will surely learn from Russia media. I can't even fathom how Paul will feel when he when he learns. And Paul has worked so hard to survive nearly four years of this injustice. He he hopes his hopes had soared with the knowledge that the U.S. government was was taking concrete steps for once toward his release. He'd been he he'd been worrying about where he'd live when when he got back to the U.S. Well, Wellen's family made it clear that they did not begrudge Griner, you know, gaining her freedom, noting that the, that the two cases were separate and that there had always been a, a chance that they would be freed, you know, one at a time. So 
so let's look back, can we? Let's look back before the deal and see what was being considered here and and who these three uh, actors are here, okay? This this was an opinion piece from A. Benjamin Maines, who is, he's of the Daily Wire, and he says this. He says, in seeking the release of two American uh, Americans convicted of crimes in Russia, U.S. officials confirmed this week that they've proposed a prisoner exchange uh, for Victor Bout, a notorious arms dealer nicknamed the Merchant of Death. Now, why this is a bad deal? If current negotiations succeed, the U.S. will free a convicted arms smuggler who operated on an international scale for close to two decades in exchange for Brittany Griner and Paul Wellen, both of whom are arguably exemplified poor behavior on the world stage. Let me explain. Griner 31 is the pro basketball star who pleaded guilty to having hashish oil in her suitcase at a Moscow airport in February. Wellen, 52, a former Marine who traveled to Russia for years, was arrested in 2018 and convicted on espionage charges in a secret trial. Now, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken uh, stated the two Americans have been, quote, wrongfully detained and must be allowed to come home, unquote. Blinken said that he's uh, he, he's presented a plan to Russia for the return of the two Americans, though he did not mention Bout by name at that time. Now, Blinken plans to speak with his Russian counterpart, Sergei uh, Lavrov, who through its it's not clear uh, when he, he might be doing that at, at this point. The two have not spoken since Russia invaded Ukraine in February. So this prisoner swap may be more about the two co- countries proving they can you know, still do business on some level amid the backdrop of the war in Ukraine, where the Americans are the leading arms supplier of the Ukrainians. But either way, the uneven nature of this exchange sets a bad precedent for America. And again, that was even when it was they were considering both of those two Americans to come home. Now let's now we see um, Victor Bout here. Now Victor Bout is a 55-year-old former Russian military officer who was the world's most notorious arms dealer. Bout was in in his mid-20s when the Soviet Union fractured in 1991, leaving vast quantities of of Soviet military weapons throughout the 15 buttoning uh, post-Soviet nations with little or no oversight. I mean, you you probably remember that. It was just when when everything collapsed uh, and imploded uh, there in Russia and the USSR, uh, there, there was just all kinds of weapons uh, everywhere, and they, they couldn't obviously they couldn't keep track of them uh, because of that collapse. Well, as these countries largely could not afford to fund their militaries or pay their security apparatus, it made it easy for Bout to bribe officials and and pilfer the the myriad of of Soviet area weapons uh, in 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 their arsenals. And trained by the Soviet military as a linguist, Bout acquired Soviet military transport planes and then loaded them up with weapons to sell all over the world. 
in places like Afghanistan, Angola, Congo, Lebanon, uh, Somalia, Yemen, and more. Now, Bout sold weapons to governments and rebels, sometimes on both sides of the same conflict. I mean, he didn't care. I mean, he's, he, he earned the nickname The Merchant of Death, which became the title of his biography, actually. Despite facing um, international sanctions and threats of arrest, Bout managed to stay a step ahead of law enforcement up until 2008, when he was captured in a string of operations um, in, in, in Thailand. And there was a sting that, they, that went on there, organized by the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency. Now, the Thais uh, extradited Bout to the U.S. two years later, where he was charged with conspiring to kill Americans on behalf of the FARC guerrillas in Colombia and received a 25-year sentence in 2011. Then we have the uh, prisoner swaps. This this latest proposal that actually didn't go down, right? I mean, we, we got even a worse deal, brings no indictment to the practice of, of prisoner swaps. I mean, during during the Cold War and in, and in places like present-day Israel, prisoner swaps have been a, a vital tool in bringing home soldiers and intelligent agents and, and political prisoners for, for nearly a century. However, they are normally subject to careful risk assessment and, and negotiation and with, with legislators and the intelligence community and, and law enforcement to to assure that these trades are equivalent in value and not imposing a risk on society at large. Well, while many on the on the left argue that opposition to uh, Griner's release is based in racism, you know that that word, of course, always pops out, right? And, and her previous protests against the national anthem, which a lot of people are are upset about, a look into Griner's work in Russia speaks more to her character and and why her trade for Bout may be a bitter pill to swallow. Well, the social media uh, uh, circulates memes that that keep Griner's 2020 comments at the forefront of the argument to bring her back from Russia. When when Griner told the sports media this, quote, I honestly feel we should not play the national anthem during our season. This is what, what, what Griner said in an interview. And she said, I'm going to protest regardless. I'm not going to be out there for the national anthem, she said. If the league continues to want to play it, that's fine. It will be all season long. I'll not be out there. I feel like more... Uh, I feel like more are going to probably do the same thing, and I can only speak for myself, unquote. Thus, many conservative Americans feel that if, if Griner is unhappy with her nation of birth, well, this nullifies her argument that our government should go out on their way, out of their way to bring her home after she plead guilty to violating Russian law. Well, while many readers and, and and listeners may may see this as a a valid argument, what's noteworthy is is the hypocrisy surrounding the fact that Griner worked in Russia in the first place. I mean, the the two time Olympian gold medalist was was headed to Russia for her second job. 
quote, they love it there. Phoenix Mercury president Vince Kozar said in, in an interview with Stars and Stripes magazine, quote, it's easy in hindsight to say that's a scary place for an American, but that's never been Griner's experience. Griner played for the UMMC Ecknenberg uh, during uh, each WNBA offseason since 2014. Roughly half of the WNBA players play overseas to supplement their income earned in North America. According to the Business Insider, uh, nations that have fragile relationships with the U.S. are often the ones that offer the most to Americans' brightest women basketball talents. On teams in Russia and China, players command significantly higher salaries than they earn in the WNBA, where the average salary last season was $120,000. The maximum base salary is $221,000, and the top players were eligible to earn roughly $500,000 with bonuses and marketing opportunities factored in. Well, Griner reportedly earned $1 million a season, roughly four times her 2022 Phoenix Mercury salary base with the UMMC team which is bankrolled by Russian mining uh, oligarchs. Now, now there, you see, therefore, if, if, if Griner's stance on social justice and, and, and equality was, was so pivotal, pivotal in, in her protest against the American national anthem, well, why should an open advocate for LGBTQIA plus equity, gay marriage, and Black Lives Matter be playing in a country that has a history of racism and is currently broadening their 2013 ban on promotion of non-traditional sexual relations to minors, widely referred to to as, as the gay propaganda bill, especially to to work for shady figures like like the the, the mining oligarchs. Well, and, and let's take a look at, at, at uh, Wellen, for instance. Wellen, on the other hand, presents even more ominous questions. I mean, his five years of service with the, with the Marine Corps Reserve in the capacity of an administrative clerk resulted in a 2008 court-martial uh, conviction for attempting to steal more than $10,000 in Iraq. He also was caught using a false social security number to create a false account on a government computer system to grade his own examinations. As a result, Wellen was sentenced to 60 days restriction, a reduction in grade, and dishonorable discharge. Over a decade earlier, Wellen claimed to serve as police officer in Chelsea, Michigan. The Chelsea police, however, said he only worked as a part-time officer from 1990 to 96. And he also claimed to have been a sheriff's deputy in Washington County. And, and yet the, the Washington County sheriff reported no record of his employment. So from an in, informed perspective about the three parties involved in this, in this prisoner exchange, does the merchant of death really seem to be a rational trade for Griner and Willen? Well, members of the U.S. military and foreign service can can attest one of the first things you are told by supervisors when being sent you know, to, to serve in, in another nation is that you are an ambassador of the U.S. in that nation. And this means, as an American abroad, you should exemplify the best 
of our nation. Respect the laws and traditions of the nation you are visiting and do your best to not embarrass our nation with bad behavior. And the funny thing about this is here is that we did not even get that bad and terrible deal that was talked about here. We ended up trading the merchant of death for just Griner. That's it. That's all we got. That was the deal. One for one. And, and if you've seen the video, even the, the, the White House administration released uh, a video of the, of, the, of the swap when they were getting off the airplanes and they're coming down and they, they meet in the middle and all that. And, and you can look it up. I mean, uh, they, there's actually a 13-second uh, interval there that is, that is actually taken out by the State Department. Uh, you, it's, it's, it's been chopped out. And what you see right before that happens is Griner moving over to what looks like Sheikh uh, Bout's hand um, and, and, you know, give him pleasantries or whatever. That, <laughs> she probably doesn't really know a whole lot about who he is or that type of thing, but just not a good look. In fact, it's so much so that the State Department wanted to cut that out and so people couldn't see it. But, but the point here is this is that this was a terrible deal for America. This was a terrible deal because this merchant of death will come back to haunt us. He is going to go back to doing what he did. He is going to go back. He, he, he was friends with Putin. He, th- th- we had lots of leverage there. Uh, Putin really wanted him back. But what did, what did we do? We got Brittany Griner, somebody who was embarrassed uh, for this country, in, in return. Now you may agree with all of this. You may think that this was a awesome deal. I would love to have that conversation with you. And of course you can always do that by going to uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.